I found love in you. And I've learned to love me too. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Sassy and Saved podcast. Happy Wednesdays. You know Wednesdays are all about sassy and saved. So tell a friend to tell a friend that there is a new episode out right now. You know, we are still in our When Purpose Meets Purpose series and we are learning so much. I've received so many messages, people being convicted, people learning things for their relationship, things to note for their future relationships, and so on and so forth. We've heard from an engaged couple, we've heard from a married couple, and today we are hearing from a lady in waiting. That's right, single ladies. All the single ladies, all the single ladies, all the single ladies, so throw your hands up. Today's guest is a very special person. Her name is Laura Lucetta. Laura's story is a little interesting. It's a little different than the typical. Rather than just being a lady in waiting, waiting for her Prince Charming, she was in a situation where she thought she had met her Prince Charming and she was actually engaged. But due to reasons, she had to break off that engagement and now, once again, she is a lady in waiting. So she so graciously came to share with us some of the things that didn't work and the lessons she's learned while she is in waiting once again. So if you're interested, let's talk about it. All right, y'all. So today I'm here with a very special person. I feel like I'm in the midst of a celebrity. Oh my god! Honestly, if you live in Ottawa, there is no way you have not heard her name. That From is the not time true. that I have landed, I've always heard like, oh my god, do you know Laura? Oh my god, do you know Laura? Laura just released a book. Laura just did. So I am in the midst of a real life celebrity right now. Like, guys, honestly, like this is an upgrade. Thank God. 2019 is just coming through. 2019 is just coming through. (laughs) Today I'm here with the beautiful Laura Lucetta. Is that how you pronounce it? Yes, that is. Laura Lucetta. So, Laura, (laughs) the story. Um... Where should I start? I feel like, I think you had followed me first. I think I did, yeah. And then I followed you back. But I, I was busy at the time that I followed you, but I'm like, oh, it's the Laura girl that I've heard so much about. And I was like, okay, I'm going to creep her page. But I was doing something at the time, and I think I had forgotten. And then I was praying and praying and praying for Sassy and Saved and praying and praying and praying. And I felt like your name just kept coming in my spirit that week. But I, I just kept putting it off because I was so focused on like, okay, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? Then one day I went and I creeped your page, and that's when I messaged you. I'm like, girl. <laughs> Like, I went and I creeped because, you know, I have a professional PhD in private investigative. (laughs) So I went and did the whole thing. I looked on YouTube. I saw, like, what you were, you have, I think, LX Talks now. But before, you had, like, a girl talk type thing. thing, Yeah. yeah. I went and I looked up everything. And I'm like, wow, this girl, she's doing it. I'm like, no wonder she's such a celebrity in Ottawa. And that's when I messaged you. And we have connected online and virtually for so long. And now we're finally meeting in person. So this is my new sis. And welcome to the show. Thank you very much. I'm excited. I, I remember am. when I saw Sassy and Save, I was like, this is dope. Wow. We thank God. We and the commercial God. actually looked like, the cartoon actually looks like you. I know. That's what everyone says. So I'm good. like, oh, okay. <laughs> so shout out to my graphic design artist. He did a good job. Very but today good. we are going to be talking about the weight. 
And you know, we are in our series, When Purpose Meets Purpose, this February. We're just talking about love and everything in between. As women, as women of God especially, we know that we are not just anyone, so we can't just be with anyone. And so that's why mm-hmm. we are making sure we take this time, this month, to really seek and find out from real couples what it's like to go through all the stages. So we've done already a married couple and we've done an engaged couple and we are yet to do a single person or a person in waiting a lady in waiting as well as a courting and dating couple and today i have laura here to talk to us about being in waiting so laura (laughs) are you ready for the real talk the real topics and the real people let's juice it out (laughs) so why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself for those who don't live in ottawa and don't know you but i know the ones in ottawa already know what's going on but just for you know the people outside just just give us a little introduction your your name of course your age who you are, what you do, that kind of stuff. Okay, Um, so my name is Laura Luketa and I am 25 years old. Um, I would consider myself a professional millennial, I guess now. Mm -hmm. Um, I work in the federal government and uh, what else do I do? On the side, I, um, I like to do projects or I'm trying to now get into doing projects um, that can empower young women mm-hmm. um, just because I find that we don't have a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yes, I run uh, LXT on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, I previously ran Girl Talk, but I kind of had to stop and kind of just rebrand and re-brand. think about kind of what I want to do and if I even want to do or bring back Girl Talk. Mm-hmm. Um, in the past, I've had a lot of people say like, Laura, bring it back, it was <laughs> so much fun. Mm-hmm. But it just, I think it has to be done in the right time yeah. um, and also with the right people. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of like where I'm at with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also just released my book last year. Yes, um, an author. Quarter Century Lessons, um, which was very a very interesting experience, mm-hmm. if anything. Um, it was very therapeutic for me mm-hmm. to write it actually and release it. Like, yeah. I couldn't believe how much times I actually cried. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I personally believe that God healed me. That was a part of my healing process. Healing, wow. Um, writing the book. Mm-hmm. Um, and also seeing the impact that it had on other people. Mm-hmm. I was so overwhelmed and so grateful to God mm-hmm. um, for that. And it really showed me how... God can use the worst things in your life mm-hmm. and he can turn them around mm-hmm. for his glory. Like, you never know what wow. God is up to. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I remember like this time, this specific time last year. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Girl. Oh my gosh, <laughs> yeah. So like, God, he's so, He's amazing. And wow. I, I remember even when I was writing the book, mm-hmm. I didn't really have the intention of like making it a Christian thing, if I'm mm. being really honest. But God kept coming up. Yeah. But it's because he's so much a part of my life. Your life. Not because I'm like some perfect Christian. Yeah. It's just because you see his hand in every part Mm -hmm. of my life. And and so, yeah. That's amazing. So like I said, you know, I have my PPD. That's a professional pre-degree. Yeah. (laughs) And I I kind of did some investigation. So I know a bit about your story. But if you can just give us... um, in a way that makes you feel comfortable a bit about your story and the because you talked about just now that God healed you through writing that book so if you can just let us know a little bit of what he healed you from some of the things or challenges you have, uh, may have been going through or your story so to say yeah definitely um so again with the book it was a part of my healing process mm-hmm. I wouldn't say that I'm, I'm fully healed okay I think that I'm on a journey yeah but when I look back, I'm in like mentally, spiritually, mm-hmm. and emotionally, I'm in such a better place than than I was um, 
a year ago or two years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so essentially to kind of summarize this up in a nutshell, um, before I, I got the idea to write a book, mm-hmm. um, what led to that was the breakup of my relationship. Okay. So I was um, in a three-year relationship. Okay. Um, after two years, uh, we got engaged. Wow. Uh, we got engaged traditionally, mm-hmm. so that was like in front of our family. Yeah, legit. And everything. So it, everyone was really involved, and we're African. Yeah, so it was. You know, you know. How, how it goes. And how, <laughs> how that is. Yeah. Um, so I would say it was a it was a committed it was a committed relationship yeah um it was a relationship that was out there mm-hmm. um it was with somebody who like we ser- both served in the church mm-hmm. together um so it was really you know public out there yeah public. I-, I would say in a sense um so basically what happened is um after a physical altercation mm-hmm. um i had to end the relationship mm-hmm. um but even the decision to end that relationship took me seven months mm-hmm. um i didn't like just end it one day. Yeah. Um, I think that there was a lot of emotions mm-hmm. that came uh, with the incident that happened. Yeah. Um, and you know what? I won't even just say it's um, only the incident. Mm-hmm. I would say it was the relationship as a whole. As a whole. Um, okay. How can I say this in a way that, you know, when you're with somebody mm-hmm. and they're not your person, it doesn't add. Yeah. It subtracts. It subtracts. And that drains. Yeah. And that causes causes you to be out of alignment, out of purpose. Mm-hmm. And that has an emotional, for me, it mm-hmm. had an emotional impact on my life. So I would say as a whole, I wouldn't even just say it was like one incident. Mm-hmm. I would say it was, maybe the incident was the cherry on top. Yeah. Of everything of else. Of everything else. You know, and sometimes God is speaking, mm-hmm. but you're not listening, listening. Because it's like, you want to be married. Yeah. You want to be somebody's wife. Of course. And when everybody already knows that you guys are together. Exactly. It's like, It's no, too hard to, to let it out, the embarrassment, all of that. It's all the time that you've put into it. Exactly. I feel you. Um, so there's so many kind of things that mm-hmm. I went through, um, but essentially in terms of like what I felt, it was trauma, mm-hmm. um, depression mm-hmm. for sure. Like I never really thought mental health was mm-hmm. like a thing. Yeah. Um, I, but I suffered from it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I had to really learn how to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, it was humbling. It was so humbling mm-hmm. because I feel like God broke everything that I put my hope in, mm-hmm. be it physical appearance, um, be it my relationship status, mm-hmm. be it my social status. Yeah, God took away, everything. He ripped away everything. Yeah, right? even before like my relationship started going in turmoil, like I was struggling financially, mm-hmm. I couldn't get a job. Like mm-hmm. I graduated, I never struggled to get a job. You yeah, know? and I was like, mm-hmm. oh my God, like I'm smart. Like you know, I always had by God's grace. An ability to get jobs easily and good jobs. Yeah. But after university, I I know that God needed to teach me like yeah. everything that you have is me. Me. And He needed to teach me dependence. Mm-hmm. That um, breaking process. Yeah. yeah. So it's like all those things have kind of taught me how mm-hmm. to wait and how mm-hmm. to wait well, um, how to be patient, mm-hmm. um, and how to like. There were so many things that I felt like I needed to construct for my life. Mm-hmm. And I feel like God allowed all those things to be destroyed. And now he's like, I'm going to build, to build. what's going to be in your life. Wow. And that has been, it's better than anything mm-hmm. that I could ever do 
Wow. Yeah. I love that. That was that was so good. That was so loaded. So I want to unpack a few things in there. So um, let's start with the relationship portion. Okay. Um, you know, as women, especially as women of God, like I said, we know that we can't just be with anybody. And we know that, you know, the, the, the choice and the decision to commit to someone and marriage is so huge. Yeah. And I really like um, the fact that because you know I prayed before I brought I prayed before all I bring I bring all my guests and I heard your name so clearly and now I understand why and I really like the fact that you were in a relationship but you said that when it's not your person and I find that so significant because I know like there's so much stuff thrown around in Christian lingo like perfect will acceptable will goodwill is purpose partner there's one person for you there's not one person for you so I like the fact that you said you were in a relationship but you realized that that was not your person and so it wasn't working so why don't we talk a little bit about that like you know the whole thing the whole scheme of perfect will and and acceptable will and goodwill I don't know where your stance is on that if you if you adhere to that if you believe that there's one person in the world for you if you don't believe that I'm not sure I know different Christians have different um, perspectives and different viewings I guess it comes back to our relationship with God but how did you know because everyone always asks how do you know this person was the one but I want to ask you how did you know this person wasn't the one I know you talked about it a little bit, but how did you know that this person was not the one for you? I like your question a lot, and I think, um, I've, I don't know if I've ever been asked this like so direct, mm -hmm. um, but there was, you know what? There was a couple of things. I'm gonna kind of backtrack, but then kind of move forward. Okay. Um, when I first got into the relationship, mm -hmm. I already was hesitating. Okay. I already kind of felt like I was settling. I'm gonna be, hundred. Yeah. I already felt like me and this person person were not compatible. Okay. But I was like, you know what? Let me try it out anyways. Mm -hmm. I how I knew is that is is the word of God, mm -hmm. and I'm saying the word of God in this sense that there's so much definitions as to what a man who's going to be your husband mm -hmm. is supposed to do and is supposed to bring, mm -hmm. and. We were not married, mm -hmm. so I can't expect you to do certain things certain for me things, that yeah. are not. Um, how can I say? Uh, because we're not we're not in that covenant. Yeah. Yet. But you know, in engagement, you're you're practicing how you're going to be in marriage. Yeah. I don't really think that there's going to be much surprises. Mm -hmm. um, so, sorry, I'm trying to like mm -hmm. put this all together in a way that kind of makes sense. So, to answer the first part of your question of how did I know. Um, and relating it back to, as I'm saying, the word of God mm -hmm. is there was so many things that weren't being done mm -hmm. that my husband is supposed to do. Is supposed to do. Okay. My husband mm -hmm. is supposed to protect me. Mm -hmm. My husband or who the man who's going to be my husband mm -hmm. is supposed to provide for me. Yeah. Um, my husband mm -hmm. is supposed to pursue me. Mm -hmm. Not just when we start, but when we continue. Yeah. And I could give so many, so many examples, mm -hmm. but I'll use those three to say that I didn't feel like that was consistently happening. Okay. And I just ignored those things. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Until there was things that escalated into, it became a, a, an issue of safety. Mm -hmm. But I didn't feel protected all the time. Mm -hmm. I didn't feel pursued all the time. Mm -hmm. I felt like at one point in time, and I remember actually telling like my ex-partner this, like I remember actually telling him like, I feel like you, you, you got comfortable, mm -hmm. you know, like you pursued me at the beginning and then 
now that we're like together and we're you know we're doing this life thing it's yeah like, you know you're laid back yeah and, and all that stuff and so I didn't feel pursued mm-hmm. uh, there's so many times that I didn't feel protected you know like I, I talked about one incident but mm-hmm. there's so many examples yeah and it's like sometimes I sit there and I think like what were you thinking mm-hmm. Laura? like yeah. what were you actually thinking mm-hmm. like where was the light you know what I mean yeah um, and, and I think that those three words, protecting, pursuing, and providing, mm-hmm. I, I think they're in line with the role that God gives the husband. Uh, definitely. And I think that a lot of times us as girls, we, not that we, we want to be, I don't even think it's about being too spiritual, mm-hmm. but I think even the basics, like yeah. even if you're not a Christian, there's certain things that like you see you in a man see. like from the beginning, but mm-hmm. you're like, oh no, maybe it can change. It can change. No. <laughs> you know, it's like, I love the example that Dr. Miles Monroe gives. Mm-hmm. He talks about, uh, in one of his preachings, he talks about Adam and Eve. Mm-hmm. And he says, before God created Eve, Adam was in the garden cultivating. Yeah. If your man is not working, working. what are you doing? Serious. You know what I mean? Girl. Like, I think that that, and it's such a perfect example. Mm-hmm. But so many of us, we start talking to guys, they have no job. Nothing. They're sitting on their so couch So what's going to happen day. then? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's just one example. And mm-hmm. it's like, oh my God, I remember hearing, I remember hearing that. And I'm just like, oh, well, you, you know, mm-hmm. you know, like, you know, and we always want to make excuses, mm-hmm. but it's like, it, it's not that difficult. It's, it's black not. or white. Literally. So, yeah, I think in a nutshell, that's mm-hmm. kind of like when I how did you, that's how take, you took time to just like sit down and I, I like I had to get alone. Mm-hmm. And when I started thinking of I'm going to end the relationship, I didn't really tell anybody. Mm. I needed to just like, just think yeah. for just a second. Mm-hmm. Eventually I started like, okay, asking myself questions out loud, asking maybe people who um, wouldn't have biased opinions. Mm-hmm. But the like the first instinct, the first time that those thoughts came to my head, yeah. I had to just be like, let me just ponder on this for 24, 48 hours. Yeah. Let me pray about this. Mm-hmm. Let, me, let me ask God, is this the best that you have for me? Mm-hmm. And I want to answer your other question because you said uh, you don't know my stance on uh, whether or not I believe that there's one person for you. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think that everybody has only one person. Mm-hmm. Because if one person marries the wrong person, then all of humanity is messed up. Exactly. Um, but I do believe that there's certain people that God can connect to you mm-hmm. that will cultivate. Yeah. Um, I, I, have, I saw that um, in, in my ex's life. I believe that I brought so much mm-hmm. to that relationship. Mm-hmm. And I believe that I didn't get as much as I received, mm-hmm. if I'm really honest. And, and it's not to, to, to bash anybody, but yeah. that's just the truth of the matter. Yeah. And um, I don't think, as a Christian, mm-hmm. I don't, like, especially, I don't think with, like, friendships, let me just kind of um, give, a, like, a comparison. I don't think in, for friendships, I don't think that in every relationship, you're always going to give as much as you receive. Mm-hmm. I believe that there's people that God can put in your life or in my life that you, your mandate you and your purpose is just to give more. to that person yeah. and to pour in. But then on the other hand, you can also have people where you're just going to receive from them. Yeah. Maybe you might give, but you're going to receive, receive more. Yeah. Um, but I think in marriage, marriage, in the context of marriage and relationships, yeah. as Christians, we're getting into relationships um, to, to be married one day. In yeah. covenant, um, because God is trying to mirror mm-hmm. the relationship of Christ and his church, yeah. I think that that is such a, a serious role to mm-hmm. do um that i believe that that has to be purposeful yeah and i believe that we need to like for me as for me and my opinion and the way that i view marriage 
according to the word of God, mm-hmm. I think it has to be purposeful. It has to be purposeful. So and it, I think that's where it um, equally yoked comes from. Yeah. Um, just from what you're saying, like some relationships are just give and some are just take. But I think in a perfectly equally yoked situation and in marriage, it's definitely give and take on both sides. Mm-hmm. So I, I definitely agree with you and what you're saying there. Yeah. And, and, I, and I don't think that that means that like your partner has to have everything that you have. Mm-hmm. I think that God kind of does it in a way where it's balanced. Yeah. And I think that couples go through seasons mm-hmm. too where like you might have a season where like maybe your husband loses his job for yeah. example or he gets sick yeah you might be the one that's pouring in more like exactly more you know but i think that overall mm-hmm. it should be balanced definitely and i feel like you're jumping ahead because that was my next question <laughs> i was like i'm a played advocate because um you said something just now you said um oh i lost it you said yes you said in your relationship there were certain things that you saw that you were like um this um uh you were kind of like this not gonna work but red flags but um as mature women and, and women of god we know that both of us coming to the relationship that's both the man and ourselves we know that sometimes the person isn't necessarily where they need to be yet. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of times in relationships, I've talked to a lot of married women and they're like, you have to have visionary eyes to understand that, okay, this person is not who they're going to be. So they need a little bit of polishing. They're a diamond in the rough. So just to play advocate, just for listening, lis- listeners, how did you know that the things that you were seeing, your red flags, were actually red flags and not just polishing issues because I know sometimes and I've talked to many ladies who have said you know they had relationships that ended and they thought that this was the person this was the one but they stayed for so long because they thought that okay they could change and not they could change like oh he used to be a thug and now he's a pastor but um, changing in a sense of okay I noticed that these things are a bit off but how do I know when this is actually a red flag and I need to end this relationship as opposed to this is something we can work on as he grows okay that's a very good question the Bible says that you will know people by their fruits mm-hmm. I believe that a man, mm-hmm. when you're going to pursue a woman mm-hmm. to marry her, mm-hmm. if you're pursuing me, maybe not all, but if you're coming to pursue, pursue me, me, I love it. As of now, you need to have your foundation set. Mm-hmm. There are certain things that need to be in place in your life. Mm-hmm. I do. I know that the man that I'm going to marry, I am going to cultivate so much things like. If you are at your greatest, you're going to be better. Mm-hmm. I know that. Yeah. And I believe that. And I'm not saying that out of cockiness. I'm saying that as because you know what that's you bring the power to the table. that God has given women. Yeah. We're incubators. Anything you give us, we double, we multiply. Mm-hmm. I think that, that God has given that power to all women. Yeah. But I believe that a man has to have the foundation. Mm-hmm. In regards to my situation specifically, how can I say this? Um, okay. In regards to my situation specifically, a lot of the things that I realized were things I saw from the beginning that I tried to ignore. Okay. And I tried to to minimize 
I tried to act as if it wouldn't be an issue, even though I saw it being reoccurring issues. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were things that would stunt not only his growth, but mine. Mm-hmm. I believe that God, again, brings people in your life, especially a partner, mm-hmm. to add and not to subtract. And I think that when a relationship, especially before marriage, because mm-hmm. you're not committed, you're not in covenant, mm-hmm. so you have the capacity to walk away. Exactly. If I had married him, it'd be a completely different story mm-hmm. because I made a covenant in front of God. Yeah. But before covenant, I have not made, before I, I go to the altar, mm-hmm. the period of engagement is for me to analyze and look at what am I able to handle and what am I not able to handle. I think that there's a very big difference between somebody who has potential and somebody who's cultivating their potential. Mm -hmm. And I think that sometimes some guys, they want us to, I'm not finding the words, Mm -hmm. like, it's like, I got to hold your hand. Mm -hmm. Okay. Or I got to like spoon feed you everything. Okay. And I don't believe in in that. Yeah. I believe that I'm your help, but you're my man. Yeah. You are the head. Mm -hmm. So, like, for example, one of the things that I talked about in the book was when I made the decision to break up with my my fiancé at Mm -hmm. the time, a lot of African women were coming to talk to me and they were telling me, you know, well, women, it's it's your role to to do this. It's your role to teach him. Mm -hmm. No, no, no. It's not my role. You're not your role. To educate him. (laughs) You are not fertilizer. You're not supposed to help nobody grow. And and, and I think it's unbiblical. (laughs) Yeah. Actually, I think it's very unbiblical Mm -hmm. that that sometimes we mix our culture and our cultural expectations and what we learn from our grandmas and our moms and we try to mix it with the word of God. If Mm -hmm. that's what your cultural belief is, that's your cultural belief. Yeah. As a Christian, no, no, no. God is not calling me because (laughs) if God wants me Mm -hmm. to raise him up and then he won't give him the roles that he has given him exactly. as the leader, as the protector of my house, as the one who's supposed to wash me with the word. Definitely. No, no, no. I'm not your mom. Definitely. I'm going to be your wife. <laughs> and there is a very big mm-hmm. difference. Yeah. So I think it's very hard. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm not to say that you you can't be with somebody like that's not flawed. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's not to say that he's not going to be great tomorrow. Mm-hmm. He, he will be. Mm-hmm. I, I believe that he will be great. Yeah. I think that just me and him were not compatible. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I had to make a decision for me mm-hmm. in terms of where I was at. And it's like where you're trying to be. Yeah. And where I'm trying to be, it's I don't think where. that mm-hmm. we could have went together. Mm-hmm. And I think as women, too, it's really important to understand. And that's why it's so important to know yourself and know your purpose. Yes. Which I want us to get into next because it's like you need to understand that this man, how is he going to add to what God has given you? Your only, your sole purpose is not to be a helpmate. Your sole purpose is not to just help his vision. You have a vision as well. And definitely they need to intertwine and come together and, and, and bring souls and win souls and do ministry and, and for the glory of God, of course. But even if you're not necessarily in the four walls, it's still ministry outside, but I digress. Mm-hmm. Anyways, but you need to know who you are so that you know that, okay, this man, I'm helping him to p- fulfill our vision. And can he lead what God has given me. So I really like what you're saying about that. I really do. I actually, um, I, I love that. And I want us to go into purpose a bit because now that you are in waiting, you have built yourself a little empire that is constantly growing. And I want us to talk about that because I believe so strongly in maximizing your single season. And I find even myself as a victim at the beginning of my walk, I was like, okay, well, 
what I've received, let me get some, into backstory. I've received, I think right at the beginning of my walk, right when I got saved, like literally like a month later, I received a, prof- a prophecy that said, you are gonna be powerful, you're gonna be do a lot of ministry, you're gonna travel the world and all that fun stuff. But um, it, it, your, 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 your key to that, like your window, your key to that is through your marriage. You, you will establish a ministry, you will do all these things, but your marriage will take it to the next level. Okay. So I found myself in a position where I was like, okay, well, I need to get married. Like, <laughs> clearly, like, that's what I need to do. Mm-hmm. But um, that was lack of wisdom, lack of understanding, of course. And now that I've grown, I understand that, no, I don't need to get married right away to, to do that. Yes, my marriage will unlock an, another realm or another dimension, but there's still a lot that I can do in this season. And this is what we're doing now. And so I, I love how you're maximizing your se- single season. You're maximizing in being an author and working and all things like that. So can we talk a little bit about that? Let's talk about your single season and how you're waiting, not just idly waiting, because I think it's important to know how to wait. Waiting does not mean idle right mm-hmm. so let's talk about that a little bit how did you well you said your your book you talked about it you talked about how that the process and what that was but how did you following that switch to a mindset of okay i'm not gonna just wallow and be sad and be you know upset about what happened but i actually need to go on and be a boss and go to events <laughs> and i see you on instagram going to events and 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 prom dress drive and all of that how did you switch your mindset and understand okay this is how you properly wait let's talk about that a bit yeah um well <laughs> i think first i spent too much time mm-hmm. feeling sorry for myself mm-hmm. like oh my gosh woe is me um that was a very long time in my life i think a lot of times too uh some people like when they talk to me they'll be like oh yeah I'm, like i'm proud of you for walking away and this mm-hmm. and sometimes i don't really feel like i deserve that because <laughs> it's like it took me a long time mm-hmm. to learn some of the things that god was trying to like get in my head yeah um and i'm still on that process of learning mm-hmm. um but I think it was time spent with God and time just reflecting on my life. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like previously we were talking about, you know, knowing the difference of like how to walk away or like mm-hmm. walking away from like something, somebody that can become somebody. And one thing about that relationship is I feel like I was really drained. Mm-hmm. And, and I've said that to my, my ex-partner. I felt like I was really drained. And... I, I was doing nothing. <laughs> like, all I wanted to do was just, like, get married. Yeah. I think that just became my mindset. Mm-hmm. I just want to be married. I yeah. just want to be married. Mm-hmm. But that's great and that's beautiful. But it's like, that's not who I am at my core. Exactly. I have always been somebody that has wanted to create some sort of impact. That's mm-hmm. why, like, even before I met him, I started Girl Talk, mm-hmm. you know? And, yeah, it was still continuing. But it's like, at one point, for example, I had stopped because I'm like, oh, you know what, I'm not going to fit in mm-hmm. into being this Christian woman that people maybe at my church mm-hmm. want me to be because I'm with this servant of God. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I started putting things, like, to the back burner. To the back. I started oh, putting things okay. on side because I'm like, oh, you know, I'm... And I, and I wasn't even doing it because of him. Mm-hmm. I was doing it because of the opinion of people. Yeah. So I think when I had time after the breakup, I was really sad and I was just kind of thinking of oh my god how embarrassing is this Mm -hmm. that I was engaged everybody knew about my relationship everybody knew that you know I was planning this wedding and Mm -hmm. now I'm not (laughs) and you know what I mean and it's everybody knows yeah if they didn't then they find out eventually Mm -hmm. um but I think just reflecting uh reflecting on the mistakes that Mm -hmm. I made reflecting on the time wasted yeah um 
are not taking advantage of the opportunities mm-hmm. uh, within the, those times. It's not because you're in a relationship that you ca- you can't cultivate the skills mm-hmm. and the gifts that God has given you, yeah. whether single or in a relationship. Mm-hmm. But you probably have more time mm-hmm. when you're single. So I just felt like, you know what, Laura? Take, like, instead of, you know, taking the season and just being sad. Because mm-hmm. I was just like, you know what? I'm going to be miserable until I meet some like Prince Charming. Yeah. That's literally what I had decided mm-hmm. in my head. I was literally gonna just go to church, leave before the prayer. I would never talk <laughs> to anybody. I would only hang out with my friends. But then I'm just like, that's like in the depth of me, I'm like, this is not who you are. Yeah. And that's not who God has called, called you, to, you be. to be. Laura, you're bigger than this. Mm-hmm. You're better than this. Yeah. Something happened, but like get up, girl. Yeah. You know? So that's really what it was. Mm-hmm. Reflection, Reflection. And really and also like my friends. Mm-hmm. You know, my friends were like they played a very important role, mm-hmm. I think, in my healing. And, like, they would just constantly remind me, like, do you know who you are? <laughs> do you know good. what I mean? And I'm like, okay, okay. And then eventually it just kept clicking mm-hmm. and listening to the word of God, yeah. reading the word, the word of, God, of God. You know what I mean? And, like, all those things. Mm-hmm. It just it kept clicking. And then I'm just like, no, you know what? Like, I can do something with this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I just went through the most embarrassing experience of my life, but mm-hmm. that's okay. That's when the book came out. Then after the book, the book launched. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And like, I was so privileged to have um, a woman that I so respect. Mm-hmm. Um, her name is Senator um, Selena Caesar Chavez. Mm-hmm. Um, really, really awesome woman. And she came and she co-hosted my book launch with me. Wow. And um, she shared so many insights. Mm-hmm. She was so vulnerable. And I was like, that's amazing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then that opened my my doors. You know, I started thinking about even just career-wise. Yeah. You know, what are the things that you want to do? Mm-hmm. Or like, like, I wasn't thinking about that stuff. Yeah. I was just thinking about marriage. marriage. All I just wanted was, okay, if I have a permanent job in the government, I'm good. Mm-hmm. But no, I wasn't thinking about promotion. I wasn't thinking about a five-year plan. Mm-hmm. Where do I see my career life? Yeah. My finances. All that stuff. Getting out of debt. Mm-hmm. I wasn't focused on that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, that time gave me time to reflect, reflect. gave me time to think. Mm -hmm. And it also gave me time to be like, in this moment where I'm single Mm -hmm. and I can, I can utilize my time. Mm -hmm. How can I use it for the glory of God? Mm -hmm. And how can I use it to benefit the people around me and my community? Because God has, he gives us all talent. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like, like, why would I sit on it? Especially now. Yeah. Just for marriage. I don't have a mortgage to pay. Mm -hmm. Like, let me use what I, like, with the little, even if it's not great, Mm -hmm. but even with the little things that I can do, if it can just impact even one person, Mm -hmm. then glory to God. Glory to God. Do you know what I mean? Glory to God. Because that one person, I mean, you don't know what kind of seed Mm -hmm. that you planted. Definitely. So, I love it. I love it. So what are some of the things you're working on now in your single season? Now you are single once again, so mm-hmm. we'll just call it a single season. <laughs> what 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 are some of the things you're working on? Be it character, be it life, be it ambitions. What are some of the things that you're working on that you think that other women, not, not to tell them what to do, but other women could focus on? Or if a, a woman is struggling in her single season or being frustrated, what are some of the things that you're learning and working on that can help impact another woman? Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, I feel like I'm. I'm working on. I'm trying to work on so many things. Um, first thing um, is okay. Intimacy with God. Mm-hmm. When I say intimacy with God, it's like praying. Mm-hmm. But like actually having that set time yeah. where you pray. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I mean, I pray all the time, so I won't really say... When I mean intimacy, actually, I'm more talking about the word. Okay. Meditating the word. Mm -hmm. I think I read the word a lot, like on my Bible plans, mm -hmm. but I don't think I have enough time where... Or I don't set out enough time where... I just like I go to go in my room mm -hmm. with a notebook and I just like meditate, meditate. on the Word of God and yeah. I really, like receive like revelation mm -hmm. through stuff. So I'm definitely trying to get into that type of habit. Yeah, um, I'm working on discipline. Discipline. I'm yes. working on building discipline, um, and that comes into building like habits, mm -hmm. routines. Mm -hmm. Like I'm I'm trying to really build a structured life for myself um, because I believe that. A woman should be very, very organized. Mm -hmm. I love the example of the Proverbs 31 women. Yeah. Um, I love it because I think she's very powerful. Yeah. And I think sometimes as Christians, we undermine how powerful she is, mm -hmm. but she does it all. She wakes up very early. Mm -hmm. She's an investor. Mm -hmm. She's a businesswoman. Yeah. She's a home taker. She's a wife. Mm -hmm. And I mean, if you look at all the reasons why her husband is praised, mm -hmm. I think it's because of her. Yeah. So I love the Proverbs 31 women. And when I look at her and when I study her, it's like this woman is disciplined yeah like she has got her life together mm -hmm. and with discipline it comes discipline in finances i'm working on paying off my debts mm -hmm. i found dave ramsey and i'm just like yeah yes, he's good right financial peace university oh, y'all check it out i love him um my cousin is actually the one that kind of introduced me to him so she's been kind of like my accountability partner yeah so we got our plan together mm -hmm. and um a little bit of bumps and stuff but yeah. i'm working on that mm -hmm. and really just being a better person, yeah. I'm working on character flaws. Mm -hmm. um, in my, my my past relationship, I learned so much about my own character flaws. Yeah. Like, I have a big mouth. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, so that's just one. But, like, there's a lot of flaws that mm -hmm. I have, like anybody else. But I think that when you're in a relationship, when you're in a relationship, those get glorified. Yeah. And I think that um, the failed, my last failed relationship taught me a lot about myself yeah you know and i know that also i didn't walk away from it being like i'm perfect and he's not yeah or you're he's the problem and i'm not the mm -hmm. problem no. i walked away with i walked away knowing like girl you got a lot of work to, to deal do. with yeah um god has a lot of work to do on me mm -hmm. and in me um and so i'm trying to eat like just the little things yeah allow god to really shape my character mm -hmm. and that can only be done um, through trying to model who Christ is, and yeah. I can only get to know that through the Word. Awesome, awesome, awesome. All right, so let's switch gears a little bit. Okay. So, you know, we are women, and, and we talked about all the fun stuff. You know, there's purpose and all of that and waiting, but in the 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 reality of it sometimes it's just annoying like you're just yeah. like okay you see people it's february you mm -hmm. see people all booed up with their flowers and their pictures you see people enjoying their valentine's day and you just netflix and chilling again <laughs> by yourself with your takeout so sometimes it could be it can be frustrating sometimes it can be annoying sometimes it's just like oh my god like when is this man coming all of that when you, throw in, when you throw in everything that's happening around <laughs> you how do you deal with like the frustration of that how do you deal with like just actually being content in season because it's one thing to be like oh, in season but it's another thing to be content in season and I know I've been, come from a place where I was so an annoyed with being single because I'm like okay so you're sending all these prophets to come tell me that this is what's going to happen in my marriage but where's the man though like I don't understand mm -hmm. so what how do you stay content especially around seasons like Valentine's Day or sometimes you're just like yo honestly I just want to be cuddled up with boo like mm -hmm. What the heck? How do you how do you stay content in season? So, okay, I think 
the way I'm gonna answer it is a little different, mm-hmm. but it's only different because of my experience. Yeah. So as I was saying before, I felt like I was rushed. Yeah. I was really rushed. Like I was trying to be married. Like, yeah. You know, 25. Like I'm 25. I wanted to be married right now. Maybe pregnant. Yeah. Like, with my first child. Um, but I saw what that can, can do. To, yeah. Um, which is destruction. Mm-hmm. Like rushing or building things on your own, constructing mm-hmm. your own life, leading your own life, yeah. and not doing it really in God's timing mm-hmm. or the way that God wants. It's mm-hmm. just a disaster. Yeah. And the thing is sometimes too, as women, we'll start something and then we'll be like, okay, God bless this or like start this. But it's like, I don't, I've never seen in my personal life, I've never seen like where I start something and then God comes and then he like adds onto it mm-hmm. or he fixes it. No, no, no. He, it, either it's God starts, starts it, it and it's done well, mm-hmm. or it's you start it and it fails. Yeah. Um. So, right, that has been my comfort, mm-hmm. knowing that like I need to do things in season. Yeah. Like I'll give you an example. I have like one of my friends is engaged. Another one is just about to be engaged. Mm-hmm. Um, my other two friends are in really like committed relationships. Uh, another one as well <laughs> is in another committed relationships. So like. People around me are Buddha. Yeah. They're, they're Buddha. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and it can get to you very easily. Yeah. But you know what, though? One, first thing is uh, many of these girls are, like, sisters to me. Yeah. Um, and seeing them in healthy relationships is, like, not, like, my comfort, but it encourages me. Mm-hmm. Because I'm like, you know what, God, if you can do it for them, you can do it do for it me. Do it for me. You know what I mean? And not only that, mm-hmm. but what is also so interesting is because of the relationships sometimes like they can ask they ask me questions and mm-hmm. they learn like some of them have learned from my experience yeah and that makes me so happy mm-hmm. because then it's like they don't have to go through what go through i went through yeah. or it's like even before some of them got into relationships like we sat down <laughs> and we screened you know what i mean but like we had real life conversations yeah you know what i mean and very we had uncomfortable conversations mm-hmm. but it, it was we were like they were I was able to relate to them on a way that I would have never been able to relate to them mm-hmm. had I not been what like through what I went through. Mm-hmm. So I know that like it's not really fair to answer it like that. Yeah, no, um, it's 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 true. But it's honest. That for me personally, mm-hmm. that has been like my comfort. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I can answer for somebody who has never kind of experienced like an, a turmoil or trauma in a relationship, but they they're still annoyed with that. I, I would really just say, like, think of, like, I don't know, one bad relationship mm-hmm. or a relationship that you've seen gone bad, gone mm-hmm. gone worse type yeah. of thing. And, you know, think about how much you don't want that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, now where I'm at, I would rather wait. If I have to wait five years, mm-hmm. I told God I, I will wait, wait. Mm-hmm. because I want what you want for me, mm-hmm. and I want your perfect will, Love and it. I want your perfect plan, because I know it's going to be glorious. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I don't believe that like God does... like The Bible says that the blessing of the Lord comes with no sorrow. Mm-hmm. So I know mm-hmm. that the next time... like It's going to be amazing. It's going to you know be, I mean? yeah. So that that's my comfort. Yeah. But it, it does get hard sometimes and it does get to me and there are days too where I'm like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. like I would have been married at this time. Yeah. This, this and that. But you know what I mean? Like you yeah. talk about it, you talk about it with your friends. Yeah. And like, you know, you, you try Keep to pushing. deal with it the best way you can. Yeah. Like for Valentine's Day, uh, one of my friends was visiting from London mm-hmm. and then like my other friend um, who's single, mm-hmm. she came over and we watched like a, 
What did we watch? We watched a Netflix movie. Mm-hmm. Or, no, we watched Crazy Rich Asians. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that, I mean, I don't know if that was a good idea because it was a wedding. Yeah. But <laughs> it was, I don't know. I, I had already watched it. So yeah. it wasn't, and it was new for them. But we like, we all got together. We ate food. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. like, we're trying to like still do stuff. Yeah, do like, your thing. You know, we're not these losers that yeah. are just like waiting. Like, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um i want us to you know be real but <laughs> now that you have gone through that and you've seen what you don't want what are some of the things that you do want and of course we got to talk about the physical because i'm not with those christians that say the physical doesn't matter oh you lying you lying be free be free just come on the physical yes it does it matters yes, it does. it's very important yes it does and i support the pastors that be telling them like there's this one Congolese pastor he talked he's like if you are not attracted yes. brother don't do it don't Why? do it no. for what like, for the rest of your life exactly, forever bro, that's covenant forever like, <laughs> nah, nah, like, nah. No, no, no. but what are some of the things or some of the qualities so to say and we can do this together it doesn't have to be just you that you are looking for now physical because, or yeah, like <laughs> both let's do both girl just let let's let it out because you know i know and i i'm so passionate about it i keep saying because me because when i first started i'm telling you i know people look at me now and they're like oh my gosh and i'm just like wow we actually thank god because mm-hmm. where i was coming from the way my mind was even even the the my parents' marriage was just not ooh ah no <laughs> that's not it and so I I had and still sort of if we're being honest have a fear of marriage sure. and there there's certain things and I found myself entering situations where I would put character over appearance because I don't want to be like my parents but then it's like I'm not attracted like I don't wow you're mm-hmm. not my tastes yeah. and it's like wow your character's on point and everything but like whoo nah, nah. i don't like you nah, I, don't. <laughs> I don't like you and then there's other situations where i was like okay now I, i'm not doing that anymore so i need someone that looks good so i'm like okay you look good but then there's a character flaws and i'm like mm, that's a red flag mm-hmm. and so i want us to sort of have a discussion together about things that now especially you that you know that you need absolutely need and you said the three p's but things that are non-negotiables things that you're looking for now just to let other women know that okay these are some of the things that are important for you to look for just so you know so why don't we do that girl i got i feel like i got a long list girl girl you just (laughs) give us the list we got time okay i'm gonna start with character okay um the first thing is you have to be confident, mm-hmm. but not cocky. Oh my God, she's in the spirit. If, oh my <laughs> no, God, I cannot, like, I cannot. There, I feel this one in my chest, like, No, insecure heart. men, it's not even like, 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 I'm going to be really serious yeah. right now. It, it's, it, 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 it's a problem. It's a problem. It's a problem. Um, it's very important that you be confident in yourself mm-hmm. um, and know like where your identity yeah. is rooted in. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I'm saying that is because it's gonna lead me to my next point. Yeah, I cannot and will not no longer be with somebody who is about appearance. Mm-hmm. Um, I I can't. Mm-hmm. I can't. I won't. It, it, it won't work with yeah. the type of person that I am. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you have to be confident in yourself. Oh, that's because so Because I think when you're confident in yourself, mm-hmm. it allows you to be vulnerable mm-hmm. when you need to be. Exactly. And I think that it allows you also, if you're actually really confident in yourself, it allows you also to be humble. Mm-hmm. But when you're insecure, I also feel like it leads you to pride. It does. Because you're always trying to put image gang. Like, I yeah. hate image gang with everything. You're always trying to portray a certain image to everybody to let them know and that, that I'm this you. person or my relationship 
relationships look like this. And it's like, it's it's too much. It's yeah. too much. No, image no. gang. So no image gang. Definitely, definitely confidence. Mm-hmm. Um, and be the, the ability to be vulnerable. Yeah. I want somebody who who's free. Like, mm-hmm. I'm kind of a free spirit, I yeah. think. Like, so... I mean, you don't got to be, like, as free as me because mm-hmm. then it's going to be crazy. Yeah. But, like, you need to be a little Do your free. Thing, yeah. Um, I want somebody who's transparent. Mm, that is important. That I is important. I want you to be transparent. Like, I don't need you to be perfect. Yeah. But I need you to be transparent. Yeah. I need you to be honest about the person that you are mm-hmm. because that is what I strive to be. Yeah. Like, and I think that we lack that as Christians. Yeah. I think we were, we were discussing that before. but We were. And and it's a big problem because a lot of us Christians want to act like our stuff doesn't stink Mm -hmm. or we don't have a past or we haven't been through things or we're better than Mm -hmm. this and this. But it's no, it's grace. Yeah. Like you were doing the same things I was doing two years ago. And probably still are. And (laughs) and even if you weren't, do you know what I mean? Like it's grace. It's it's, yeah. And I feel that that would, I feel like that would make not Christians feel better, but Mm -hmm. I think it would help Mm -hmm. a lot of Christians. I remember there was this one pastor. My I wasn't even there, but I watched the preaching online. Mm-hmm. He's like an elevated pastor, and yeah. he came and he preached, and he talked about his masturbation. Yeah, he talked about his issue with masturbation, and I'm telling you, the altar call was like nothing we had ever seen before. Because, but it was because of people are and the drawn to yeah. to genuine and authentic people, like. Every like I literally every day people ask me about sassy and saints and uh, to me I'm still mind blown of what's going on but I feel like the basis and the premise of this whole ministry has just been transparent like I literally do not try to be what I'm not like mm-hmm. if I'm struggling I am struggling yeah and I feel we did talk about this how there's a lot of people that are always and it goes back to insecurity and image gang it goes back to I guess maybe you're not secure in your identity in Christ and I don't want to throw shots at anybody but. I mean, if we know that God accepts us and he loves us the way we are, well, who are we pretending for? Right. So I I, I definitely love that point. And I think and I just want to add on to in in a relationship, I think it's really, really important to have transparency on both levels. I should be able to come and talk to you about what I'm struggling with. And you do the same, especially as a man. And um, this couple who was I think it was Jackie Hill Perry and Preston Perry and there was one time she did a post and it touched me so much I swear I prayed on that for so long and then Mike Todd he also had a panel and it was the same thing and the person on the panel and both Jackie said that their husbands can come to them and let them know when they're struggling with lust Mm -hmm. so Jackie Hill said that you know her husband Preston when he travels he gets approached by a lot of guys a lot of girls sorry Mm -hmm. and things like that and the, the woman on the panel they had been married for I think maybe it was 40 or something like that years and both of them said like their husbands come to them and will be like babe you know I'm really struggling with maybe this woman at work or I'm really struggling with this 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 like I, I, I'm, I'm struggling with lust right now and I, that like convicted me so much because I'm the type of person that I would be like the hell you struggling with lust that is not me are you dumb like what if I slap you what right now like? what if, what, <laughs> where they do that at you yeah. struggling with lust that is not me the woman at work Get you your life. quit that job what are you talking about <laughs> so and 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 it, it really really caused me and god to have like a serious session about that because i'm like wow like that is that is what marriage is you know that is for your husband to come to you and be like okay i'm struggling with lust right now and it's not you and you are not blowing up on him. You're not cursing him out. You're not giving him the silent treatment, but you're praying and working with him 
through that. Yeah. That is a level of transparency that I aspire to be. Like, I I am I wish like I know. that. I feel like inside my heart, I'm gonna be rolling up my eyes. <laughs> exactly. Like, Deep inside, okay, I'd be honey, like, we gonna pray for you. Throwing missiles and shooting arrows <laughs> at that woman at work if she try me. Let me find but, out. Better have sis. <laughs> Let me find out, sis. <laughs> but at the same time, being there for your husband and being able to pray with him and stuff, like that is what cultivates a strong marriage. That is when you know that this is I like I feel like as a man. In that situation, I know that this is my helpmate because she's helping me. If I have to hide things there you from go, you. There you go. Preach it, sis. If I have to hide things from you, then how are you my helpmate? Because yeah. I'm afraid of how you're going to react because I'm afraid of what it's going to be. Then you're not my helpmate, right? Yeah. So that uh, transparency, that's that's a whole. That's a big. It's so big. Ooh, and you know sensitive. what? I would have never thought that. Mm-hmm. I don't think. If you asked me this three years ago, I would have said that. I would have been like, oh, somebody who's tall, somebody who fears God, Mm -hmm. because that was what it was. Do you know what I mean? But it's like, I want your character flaws Mm -hmm. to testify that you fear God. Yeah. Not you going up on the pulpit. I don't need you to be in the spotlight ministry. If anything, I'm telling God, I don't want that. Mm -hmm. Do not give me a pastor. Don't give me an evangelist. (laughs) Definitely not an apostle. (laughs) He just needs to love God with all his heart and be so good for Jesus I've been saying this. No, my girl, friends, you, you, your life is different. Nah, like, you my friends laughed at me because I said I just want a little usher. I just want an usher. You know the usher. He just cleans the. He just cleans the, I mean, the church. God, he might be usher it. right now. Like, <laughs> he just cleans the church, and that's it. He just, you know, he's an usher. Shake people's hands, lead them to their seat. Just, you know, nice, simple, quiet. But you know that he loves God because I find that, like, I've been in the place where I'm like, oh my God, I want the pastor, and. Mm-hmm. But it's 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 in those, and maybe I'm just looking at at the titles. But someone like an usher, I love their hearts. I always say like ushers, I feel like they're the best people in the church because I cannot clean no bathrooms. Mm-hmm. But for you to come and dedicate yourself to be cleaning bathrooms and to cleaning up after people and and interacting with people that give you attitude, please sit here. No, I'm not sitting there. I want to sit in the front. Okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> like mm-hmm. that is that's when you know someone has a heart for God. That they, they they don't even have a glamorous title. They're just an usher, and that's why I use that that Exam- example. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But but that is is what I also be like. Okay, that's the kind of man I want. But I, I love that you're saying that you're saying you don't want to pass. You know what? Because I feel like that's you know what? I'm not sis. I'm not going. <laughs> there i'm telling you that and you know why i'm gonna tell you this mm-hmm. i think there's a i tell god there's so many women in this generation <laughs> that are praying for that lord answer their prayers <laughs> and this is and another thing too is this is what i believe is i believe that ministry is not a joke yeah you are dealing with people's mm-hmm. lives and you are called to be like their shepherds mm-hmm. and i think that when you understand the call of ministry mm-hmm. you're not rushed yeah. to, to get even a man mm-hmm. that's in that in stuff. ministry because you understand mm-hmm. you're going to be sharing your husband girl i was listening to this one preacher and this guy was saying how you know after work i mean god like he's working with this guy and this guy is about to go and kill himself god gives him the word of knowledge he starts ministry to this guy and he calls his wife after work. He's like, listen, honey, I got to go and administer to, to to this man, mm-hmm. and, you know, lead him to Jesus. And the wife is like, okay, you know, and he was just explaining like how much his wife is is understanding mm-hmm. of what God has called him to do. Yeah. Regular, simple guy. Like he used to be a preacher and he was kind of, pre- they was kind of premature. Yeah. God literally like took him out, out of there. Of that. Put him working in a factory and mm-hmm. God taught him how to get over himself, mm-hmm. you know, so he could use him just simply, mm-hmm. you know. And so 
I, I, I hear when these people are talking, and I'm just like, c'est pas ma vie. <laughs> so it's like, a lot, eh? Yeah, glory to God for th- for those who have called, who have been called to those lives, mm-hmm. uh, and the women that they're going to marry. Glory to Jesus. <laughs> um, yeah, not my husband. <laughs> <laughs> she said, but it ain't me. And maybe it's going to be later, but no, no, no. That's not the desire of my heart for me to be with, like, and... Obviously, we're all servants of God, mm-hmm. um, but in the sense of like a spotlight, yeah, so is is not what I'm going for. Yeah, no, 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 no. I feel you. <laughs> what else are you looking for? Okay. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So, I I said some of the character things. Um, somebody who's very kind. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody who's approachable. Yeah. Um, I I hope that my the guy I'm with is like outgoing. I'm really really outgoing. Yeah. So he could kind of be like calm, but you gotta be like outgoing in your calmness mm-hmm. and not like a calmness that's like rude or like you too spiritual to talk to people because I can't deal with that either. <laughs> but just like you know what I mean, like you're kicking it, you're cool. Um, I hope he's tall. Mm-hmm. I hope he's tall because I'm tall and I like to wear heels. So I really really hope he's tall. I mean like if he's not that tall, I mean like we could work it out. But like he can't be too too short. <laughs> too, too short. Yeah, like no, he needs to be taller than me. Not mm-hmm. too too tall, but taller than me. Yeah. Hopefully God like. Please. Lord, my prayer. <laughs> this is a prayer, God. Um, what else? What else? What else? Um, black. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's valid. It's valid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a preference. Yeah. Black. Black. Preferably Congolese, but I'm just kidding. No, no, no. Um, no, you know what? I love Congolese guys. I love and hate them. It's mm-hmm. like we have a love and hate relationship, but black. Yeah. But but you know what? If if I do say preference in terms of nationality. African. African. Yeah, okay. I would prefer African. Yeah. But anywhere in Africa, I guess. Oh, that's pretty vague. So, yeah. Let's stick to Congolese. Congolese. Yeah, let's stick to Congolese, but it's not mandatory, whatever. Um, What else? I think that's about it, what I can think of from the top of my head. What about you? I mean, girl, the same thing, kind of. Okay, <laughs> but I'm definitely, definitely character is important to me. Um. I feel like there's I've so learned, much we can say on character, yeah, honestly. Like, like, off the top of uh, my head, that was it, but... Like, character is really important. Like, just people that, like, are kind. Like, seriously. Like, it, I, I feel like it's something that I've taken for granted for so long, but then I've seen people, like, just not be kind. Like, go into a room and, like, just say hi to me and not say hi to anybody else. And it's like... But why, though? But there's so many people here. Like, I get it, but, like, why? Like, so kindness. Like, that's really important to me. Like, just having a genuine heart also um just a genuine love for god and we've been talking about that but like like for real love for god not like oh like i go to church because it's culture i go to church because it's the thing to do i go to church because i'm christian i go to church for my position to serve my titles like not title hungry like oh i'm just here because i'm trying That's to do a big this one. but like literally like you actually love god like take the titles away like this is my i love god that is huge for me like my god my men godly like yeah like i like manly men yeah like, like alpha male <laughs> yeah okay. it's kind of weird but like i used to say that i don't want two alpha mm-hmm, not, two alpha. not two alpha but yeah i want you still to be in touch with like you know your feminine side you don't have to be super like oh i'm a man like yeah. you know but i do kind of want like that manliness but a man a yeah because i've been with a guy before that was not a man and i just wow he was not a man so now i kind of need that manly nature like give me some man you know yeah. Um, I know I, I know people don't really say this, but I like guys that are just kind of nasty. <laughs> I don't know. People always look at me oh, weird. Oh, like you freaky. Like freaky. Okay, like okay. I need him to be a little nasty, just a little. I know that you so love experience. God. Like you mean you had the experience before you yes. came to Jesus? Okay. Yeah, I like. I always say I need me a Paul. 
he was a man that was in the oh, world. Paul. Oh, okay, Paul. Okay. <laughs> he I was, was going to be like, us. <laughs> he was a you man. Married, but <laughs> <laughs> he was a man that was in the world and had a Damascus experience. Yeah. And then came to Christ. So he has experience in mm-hmm. the world mm-hmm. that he can bring into the marriage. Amen. Oh, yes. I need to. Amen. So that's what I that's what I, I, I look for. But character is very, very, very big for me. I also need that appearance because I need to be able to look at you and my children. But character is like. <laughs> no, because I just I feel like it's so like disrespectful to just snake them. Just come into the world like that. Like, wow. Yeah. Mom, why'd you Mom, do that? Yeah. You, yeah. <laughs> so I need to be attracted to you, but I definitely, definitely character is like my up there. It's number one. <laughs> yeah, character. And you know what, too? It's like, obviously looks is important, but it's mm-hmm. not the end all be all. Mm-hmm. I think that's what some Christians try to say, but they communicate it wrong. Wrong, yeah. But it's like, you don't got to be like the best looking man, but you got to be at least like, up to there, eyes. yeah, like you know, you know? and eyes. I don't even care if nobody else finds you attractive. If I find so you attractive, attractive but like, still, like you just like there's some people we can all agree you don't look good, <laughs> so you need to be <laughs> someone that some people know. Like by the world standard, <laughs> that's the thing. Like I know beauty lies in the eyes of the beholder, but some people we just all know that. Mm-mm, that mm. it ain't for you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's that's pretty much it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I, I'm so happy to be sitting down with you and to, to have had this conversation. I think it's really going to bless a lot of people. I, I love how transparent you were, and I love that you were able to tell us all about that. So I just want to end off with some tips that you may have for any woman in waiting now, any lady that is waiting to find her destiny partner, waiting on her destiny partner, waiting to be in a relationship, longing to be in a relationship. What tips, being someone that has been there and now has left there, what what can you say? Stop waiting. <laughs> and you know why I'm saying stop waiting? Because waiting is like, it's like, I think when you, when we kind of say like, okay, I'm waiting, it's like you, you're idolizing, I, you're yeah. still idolizing marriage mm-hmm. because it's like, yeah, I'm waiting for God to bring me this. Yeah. And I feel like when you're waiting, mm-hmm. are you, like, what else is pausing? Like, yeah. I feel like when you're waiting, you're stopped. Yeah. No, sis, don't stop your life mm-hmm. because you're single. Mm-hmm. Like, move forward. Mm-hmm. So I think when you're single, um, the best thing to do other than like obviously cultivating your relationship with God mm-hmm. is cultivate healing. Yeah. And I think healing and restoration, I say that all the time. It is so important. Mm-hmm. We we minimize like as a culture, as as a nation, everything. Like we minimize the importance of restoration and healing. Mm. And so many of us, mm-hmm. like I don't know one person that has not been through something traumatic or something that affects them. Yeah. Mentally, spiritually, emotionally. Definitely. I don't know one person. Yeah. If you are that one person, glory to God mm-hmm. for you. But like if you're a normal person who mm-hmm. lives in a normal world, you've experienced hurts, you've experienced some sort of pain. Mm-hmm. And some of for some it runs very deep. Very deep. Actually, I'm, I'm just going to interrupt you yeah. quickly there, but I was watching this series. It's so good. You guys should watch it by Mike Todd. Actually, he just started it. It's his February series, and it's called All Strings Attached. Ooh. And he's, he said that he wanted to do something different because he knows everyone's talking about like love and relationships, but he wanted to talk about developing yourself and so he was talking about how we all have daddy issues whether your dad was present or not present you have daddy issues because whatever you saw in your house is what you you grew up knowing and whether that was perfect a perfect relationship both your parents were there they loved you 
if they were dealing with stuff that they never talked about that could be passed on to you generational curses and stuff yeah so it's it just ties into what you were saying and i just wanted to shout out mike todd real quick go and watch that because it was so good like i was watching it, i was like damn i have so much work to do <laughs> because i'm realizing like wow i actually have trust issues commitment issues i i have submission issues oh my gosh oh, like there's sis. things like that so it's 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 i love what you're saying about everybody having gone through experiences whether they are like personal experience heartbreak and which is whew, heartbreak and all those things even if it's not that it's just just experiencing relating with people how you saw relationships that seeing that oh in your family people don't stay together or how the women act in your family or even like like in, in my family it's a thing for everybody to come and just talk about what's going on in their marriage like it's a, it's a thing like oh this is going on but that's something that could carry with you and then you find yourself also going to inventing and just talking with other people what's going on in your relationship and that can cause a problem with your relationship so i really really love what you said about cultivating but i'll let you go back yeah so um cultivating uh, sorry seeking out healing and mm -hmm. restoration has been like my number one thing. Mm. And like, I'm not even gonna lie, at one point I, I did feel like I was ready mm -hmm. to now start talking to somebody and I was wrong. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I know that it's not it's not you, you're not it. And it's not, like God hasn't given me the go. Yeah. You're not ready, Laura, mm -hmm. I know it. And it's like, okay. And I just sometimes feel like I'm, I mean, like sometimes I'm praying and I'm just like, oh my God, God, like, am I gonna be in healing forever? Like, yeah. why don't you just heal me now? Like, <laughs> literally, that's how I'm praying. But it's like, it's a process. Mm -hmm. Still so much brokenness, still yeah. humbleness that God needs to develop, develop. in me. Um, and because it's such a great, it's such a big thing. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? It's such a great calling. And so if I would kind of go back to the question, if mm -hmm. I'm giving advice, I would definitely say like, Focus on that. Focus on healing. Focus on restoration. Focus on your personal mm -hmm. development. Focus on building yourself up as a woman. Yeah. Like, as a strong woman. And I think, again, as I said before, I think we're afraid to be strong and powerful mm -hmm. women. And I'm not saying strong and powerful, like, feminist women. But I'm saying strong and powerful women in God. Mm -hmm. Strong and powerful women who are organized, mm -hmm. who know where they're going, yeah. who have their lives in order, who have their finances in order, who have a good relationship with God, mm -hmm. who, who are able to minister. I love uh, this girl. She's Nigerian. Um, her name is Stephanie Ike. Mm -hmm. Like, she, she's living out her purpose and she's single. Yeah. But God is still using her. She's mm -hmm. ministering. Alison Rowe, another mm -hmm. one. I don't know if she's in a relationship now, but, like, there is so many. Even you. You started oh. your ministry. You're <laughs> not in a relationship. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? But you're you're using the talents and the gifts that God has given you. Mm -hmm. And you don't even know. Maybe through your ministries, how you, uh, through Sassy and Save, mm -hmm. speaking somewhere, mm -hmm. is how you're going to meet your husband. Mm -hmm. Somebody might see you preaching one day and then be like, that's her. Mm -hmm. You never know. Yeah. So it's like, instead of staying home, waiting, oh my gosh, Lord, I'm waiting for you to come and give me my give husband. Me, yeah. I'm waiting for you to come and bring this, you know, Prince Charming in my life. Mm -hmm. Get your life in order. Yeah. There's always something you can do to improve your life. Yeah. Even if you're rich. Even if you're you're at a good place in your career. Yeah. Like, there's something. There's you know something. What I mean? Definitely. Cultivate something. Yeah. Work on something. Mm -hmm. Whatever it is. Get alone with God. Like, do what you have to do. But work on, I would say, healing, restoration, and personal development. Mm -hmm. Like, those are big. Definitely. 
Well, Laura, we have come to the end of our amazing interview. Thank you, thank you so much for thank coming you. on and sharing this wisdom with us. Definitely, I feel Where's like a lot of people are going to go back and, and check themselves. Everybody that's like, oh my God, relationship, now has a lot to check themselves. We have, she is an author. She works in the government. She she has her own personal side things going on. I see if you follow her on Instagram, you see her going to all these events and doing all these great things and encouraging people. Right now, she has a prom dress drive going yeah, on. Can you tell us a little bit about that, actually? Yeah, so it's actually being run by me and my friend, Megda. Okay. Um, so we just actually i think it actually was magda's idea mm -hmm. um last year we uh we saw some girls that kind of like struggled with prom mm -hmm. and we're like you know we could easily like put together a project mm -hmm. where we could um collect like used dresses mm -hmm. gently used dresses even our own dresses like we have a lot of the dresses that we have like mm -hmm. gowns we wear them once and that's it um so they're like still in good condition and yeah. we're like we could donate these mm -hmm. um these these dresses but in addition to that we were like okay how can we make it also impactful? Because uh, we didn't want it to just be like, oh, we give them free dresses, we get them makeup artists, and mm -hmm. that's it. And so we, we're working, uh, sorry, we're working right now to put together uh, like a resource package. Mm. So we've been researching scholarships, mm -hmm. we were researching grants, yeah. bursaries, um, mentorship programs, mm -hmm. and other programs that can kind of help these young women. Yeah. Um, we wanted to do, we wanted to spend, um, focus on black young black women mm -hmm. um, because it's a project in honor of Black History Month. Yeah. Um, and we wanted to focus on young black women who are economically and socially disadvantaged. Yeah. Like, I know for me, for example, when I went to prom, like, my mom is a single mom, mm -hmm. so my sister bought my hair, mm -hmm. my cousin paid for my makeup, my aunt bought my earrings. Mm -hmm. Like, I had a whole community yeah. of people helping me. You it know? takes a village. It does. But it's like, some people don't have that. Yeah. I was just blessed enough, to, but some people don't have that. So it's like, why not be that blessing for people? Mm -hmm. uh, we, we're going to do, we're going to organize an event where the girls are going to come and pick up their dresses yeah. and um, try them on. And mm -hmm. we're just going to kind of talk to them about what they want to be yeah. like, and kind of match them with the resources that can help them. Mm -hmm. um, so that's kind of the... The, the heart of it. Wow. Um, so we're working. On, I'm working on that with my one of my best friends, mm -hmm. and it's it's going good. We've got a lot of people that are involved, mm -hmm. and we just want girls that are like. I feel like a lot of girls are shying out. Like yeah. I've had some girls contact me, but some girls are shy because we said socially and economically advantaged. Yeah. That it, I think maybe they're shy because they don't want to put themselves out there. Yeah. I just want to encourage like anybody like if you need even the slightest help like mm -hmm. please contact us because. It's more than just getting a free prom dress and mm -hmm. like makeup. We're also gonna like help them in yeah. terms of giving them the resources that they need mm -hmm. to kind of help them like move forward and like do well when they go to college. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Oh, that's so beautiful. You have such a kind heart, and 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 We're that's trying. one of the things that I really like about you. You can see it when you're watching your videos and just the stuff that you talk about, the things that you post, even. Um, it just shows your heart, the condition of your heart. So that's one of the things I like about you. My new sis, who I just yes. met today, but we are together forever. We so, are, we are, man. Um, thank you so much for coming and teaching us how to properly wait. I don't even want to call it waiting anymore because <laughs> I don't even know. We need another word. How to, how to, I don't, I don't know. How to be effective in your single life. Effective in your <laughs> single life. How to enjoy your single season. Um, we definitely appreciate it. So if you want to contact Laura for more information on her, to check out her stuff, you can find her on Instagram at Laura Lucetta. Yes. Okay, at Laura Lucetta. You can check out her website, order her book, look at her on YouTube. She's doing everything, y'all. So you can We're definitely trying. go and check her out and let her be an inspiration to you to also cultivate. That's, I feel like, our word for this episode. Cultivate yourself in this season. So thank you guys so much for listening. Until next time, Sassy and save baby
This is why I love you. Ooh, this is why.